0: we were pretty much breaking up several times a month we would break up like two times three times i was just a student living at the dorm and she was a full-time teacher so she had, she was from, from south africa i'm from madagascar as a man in the dating world you are loved and respected only under the condition that you can either provide or at least actively trying to move forward Do not go into dating for serious relationships if you are a nobody. And when I mean nobody, guys, I'm speaking about... No status, no sort of independence, no sort of backbones and not much money, which are all things that I used to be when I first met uh, the person with whom I was back at the time. So it was around my first months, really. I was reckless, guys. Like I did not even take the time to properly settle that I was already out there trying to meet people and trying to like, you know, date and stuff. And so I met this person. We were speaking via text and we pretty much decided to meet up and to go on our first date the first thing was i did not know anything about where to go so i did not know crap i was like uh where do you usually hang out here obviously i didn't know anything again like so like that girl was leading the entire day she was leading the entire day we went to that restaurant what happened when i went to the restaurant i opened the menu <laughs> and i openly said these things are expensive. <laughs> I literally openly said in front of that person, wow, this is expensive. Because obviously, like, I, I did not... I was not money aware yet. Like, I literally was not even two months old in China, and I was already out there trying to go to some restaurant and trying to, like, go on all kinds of dates and stuff. And I saw the menu, and I, I told her, I was like, oh, this is expensive. Um, we, we had a fun talk, okay? And... At the end, she ended up paying. Like, I don't even know how... I guess from my comments, she realized that I was not really good financially. So, as soon as we got the bill, she went to stand up and she paid for it. Um, and, you know, like, that's that moment actually... Uh that girl okay that girl she ended up eventually becoming my girlfriend the moment where her and I were in our relationship she was getting comfortable and stuff she told me she was like on that first date there was a lot of things I felt uncomfortable with and I'm like you know it's perfectly understandable I was like I was this guy not aware of anything with no backbones at all already trying to take girls out on date I completely screwed up on my first date and I know that perfectly and so during our relationship, okay, there was a lot of ups and downs. Uh, her and I were kind of both immature. We were kind of just trying to figure out how to actually love someone and how to actually keep a relationship abroad, both expats, okay? And there was a lot of ups and downs. We were pretty much breaking up several times a month. We would break up like two times, three times, you know, in a month because there would just be a lot of fights. We just have our, uh, our you know uh temper and we would just not know how to actually make up and stay together and so the the thing is we kind of still stuck together for some for some reason we kind of still made it work for like two or even three years i'm I'm not exactly sure um but during the entire duration of our relationship i could sense that i was not really earning and getting the respect that you know i would expect to receive as a man in in a relationship because and I mean we look at things from a very 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 open-minded perspective okay I was just a student living at the dorm and she was a full-time teacher she had her apartment she was living on her own she was paying her bills. she was settled she had her money going and I was just a student who was literally only trying to aim for to get his master's degree and who just had a couple part-time jobs here and there and so during fights sometimes she would make those kinds of comments like she would not directly admit it but I know for a fact that she had a problem with the fact that I did not have much status or that I did not exactly have the status of a provider and that I was not exactly better than her in some way and I used to hate her for this. Like I used to like really get seriously triggered and I used to like really be mad and we would have fights and stuff. And I was getting insecure because I was like, you don't love me how I am, etc., etc., et, cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. Which was really, usually stupid. Because the truth is guys, the, like I was super kind. I was super nice and I was super romantic. And that was really the only reason why she ended up falling for me and we ended up becoming a couple. But on a lot of other aspects, in terms of my status, in terms of my money, in terms of uh, just just my ability to be a so said, you know, male man that if feminine women would want in a relationship, I was just not there. Okay, which I hated her for, but today I kind of completely understand because she was from from South Africa. I'm from Madagascar and so we have both been we have both been raised in a way where we need to like our definition of a healthy relationship is that a man needs to have some sort of power role if that even makes sense like a man needs to be the provider the shelter the man needs to take more responsibility and really ensure that family and everything else uh is well secured and comfortable and that the woman would also have her stuff going on she could work and stuff but uh a woman is not supposed to take as much risk as a man like that's how we see relationship where in the way you know, in, in the way in which i was raised and in the way in which she was raised and so when you're raised in that way and that when you're a girl who is raised in those ways and that you got a guy who is definitely not even making half of the money that you make, it kind of makes sense that she would, you know, start to like disrespect me sometimes. Um, During our fights, like it would explode all the time. Like I remember one day she literally told me, hey, I'm not exactly sure what is the use of this since I feel like I do, I have both roles of the man and the woman in the relationship. And so that's a comment that crushed me, but Again, like when I look back at it, like she, she, she was right, like because she was just one person who was already stable and it's perfectly normal to like want to mirror the same thing and to expect the same thing from your uh, significant other. And also even me today, right, I wouldn't want to, you know, uh, if I became a father... I wouldn't want my daughter to be with nobody. Like that's the truth. Like I would want my daughter to be with a boyfriend who at least I see is trying to move forward. Like I wouldn't want somebody rich. Obviously, I don't think money is all that defines people. Uh, I also don't think status is all all that defines people. Like I don't want. I wouldn't want somebody who's already have it all figured out. But I would just want to see that the person is moving forward and is trying things. Which is what I was doing back then, but I was really at a level like super far beyond from her. Later on, obviously, during after two years, three years being together, I was obviously having some more part time jobs. I was like kind of like starting to like grow a little bit. I was out there on social media. I was starting to launch my coaching brand. I was starting to like just do more things. And I could sense that the dynamic of our relationship started to shift as I was starting to just kind of grow more of a backbone. And so that's a lesson that I've learned from that relationship. Uh, We are no longer together obviously, but one thing that I'll always remember from that as well as from past relationships, because this is something that used to happen to me many times, actually. Just the fact of kind of being underestimated, quote-unquote, because I don't seem to have the status that is required from a traditional perspective. And so the lesson I've learned is that if you go into a serious relationship without much to offer, without much to bring to the table, then, you know, you're not going to receive you're not going to be fulfilled and you're not going to be fulfilling because the truth is, and I'm not sure if you guys know Chris Rock. Chris Rock uh, has made a uh, a live, I think it was two years ago. It's called The Tambourine, something like that. But in that live stand-up comedy show, he literally, he says his, his best. He says, as a man in the dating world, you are loved and respected only under the condition that you can either provide or at least reactively trying to move forward. I actually kind of modified it in my own version because what he said was basically that women and kids or pets, I'm not sure, are loved unconditionally but men are loved conditionally under the condition that they can provide and uh that really hit me. I, th- I really think that's true. Like And he even added that when, when women get, when, when guys get together, what we speak about is, Hey, uh, how do you like her? What do you think of her? Like, how is she cute? Is this, but when women meet each other, and I'm not sure if this is true, any women watching this or listening to this, you can feel free to correct. Um, when women get together or when women get with their families, a question that they usually ask is what does that guy do? Again, these are these are Chris Rock's words that I think I kind of agree with. Like, when people get together from the from the male side, it's just to work, to, to speak about how good it is to be with a girl. But when females speak on their side, they would speak about how good it is with the guy. But at the same time, it's like they would also speak about, hey, how does the future, how the future might look with him, something like that. And so that's my mindset at the moment. Like ever since that relationship. I obviously decided that I would never invest myself fully in a relationship without being able to actually even invest anything in that relationship. That's the thing. Like, you cannot uh, pour into a cup from an empty one. I think that's the phrase. So, uh, that's pretty much the second biggest lesson that I've learned. In order for you to, like, really be a good partner, mostly as a male, in order for you to, like, really be seen as well as receive the love and appreciation that you need, you need to do things. Right, that's my conclusion. You don't need to be completely successful or rich or stuff, but you just need to always be actively trying to evolve in life. Because uh, I think that firstly inspires people, and that also just provides a sense of security to whoever your partner is, because they know that sooner or later this guy is gonna, you know, uh, have status. This guy is gonna really be able to like have a backbone and like take care of me, etc., etc. Again, as I keep saying, it's uh in the podcast as I kept saying it during the first episode of the podcast guys these are my opinions so I could be wrong I could be right feel free to debate in the comment section if you have anything to add and with that said we move to the third lesson to the third thing that I've learned from being in China after six years which is it's still connected with money and what I've learned is that money might not buy happiness but it solves problems and when you don't have problems you're kind of happy in some way all right and so I got many stories to just tell you how many times having enough money for a situation have gotten me out of trouble.